All right, well, this is episode 50. Can you believe that, Pete? <laughs> no, I can't. That's, that's, that's mad. I mean, that's um, just about a year. I mean, we've been doing this for a year, haven't we? We've been doing it longer than a year, and it was really nice as well to have quite a few people tweeting me, um, you know, on saying about being on the Spotify playlist and that. And yeah, uh, but yeah, episode 50, that's absolutely crackers. So, you know, I presume, you know, you'll all be thinking, oh, well, we must have some that's really special planned. Uh, <laughs> we have. <laughs> So, I think we both only just sort of really realised it's episode 50. We're going to expect something special. Well, you know, we thought we'd have a top ball, having a raffle and that sort of stuff. But yeah, then, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, uh, we, we decided not to do any of that. So, yeah. <laughs> we don't need all that. <laughs> but yes, um, excuse my cough there. Don't worry. It's nothing more than just a cough through giggling. But how are you doing, Pete? How are you doing, my friend? I'm I'm fantastic. I spent my uh, I spent my weekend watching some really cool videos that my friend Adam shared on on the Twitters. <laughs> on the Twitters, yeah, on the Twitter, oh, indeed, <laughs> indeed. That was um, yeah, man. Um, that was they were good, weren't they? They were really good. I was really really pleased with how that sounded. Uh, I mean, yeah. you know, like well, we can talk uh, in more depth about it in a minute, I guess. But yeah, they sounded pretty cool, didn't they? And people seemed excited by them. But that's what that's kind of what I, I love about Twitter and all that sort of stuff that when we do, you know, when we do get together now, just film a little bit and put it out and people get really vibed up over it. And, it, you know, it still reminds you that all those people are, uh, are ready, do you know what I mean? Ready to oh, yeah. ready to come to that reunion show and um, the Glasgow show as well. So it's always nice to have little tidbits to um, to show. And I have to say as well, that one sounded, I mean, it sounded particularly good, I thought. Uh, that, that phone <laughs> sounds excellent. I just did it on my phone, do you know what I mean? I literally just set my phone up and just thought, right, well, at least, at least capture some footage. You know, as I said previously about all the equipment I was using and the fact that it's all old equipment and that, and I didn't know if it were working and all that shit. Because of that, I couldn't address my mind to even thinking about, right, well, you know, I'll record a bit more practice and that. So the last few practices we've had, other than obviously this recent one, but the ones before, I haven't even considered recording because it's just been such a pain in the ass, like even getting into place and then getting everything set up and the battles that I were having with all that equipment. Um, but yeah, I mean that's <laughs> you oh, gotta record, man. man. <laughs> you definitely gotta record. Yeah, um, it was it was an absolute nightmare getting all the stuff in there, even. But now I've just got that Kemper stuff, as as I was saying. Oh yeah. Oh man, honestly. Yeah, we need to un we need to unpack that simplicity of unpacking the Kemper that you did. <laughs> absolutely, man. That thing is absolutely insane. Yeah. such a so yeah such a the, one of the best things i've ever bought i think um honestly it literally solves all my problems and i'll probably end up making like a bit of a youtube video on it um for similar people in my position because i don't know it's very easy to get lost in these things where you're like well i've heard about this thing i'll do a little bit of research and you read a lot of stuff and you know people say things and you're like oh you know and i think yeah, you just get to a point where you're like <laughs> These people are kind of looking for stuff that I don't look for, if you know what I mean. Sure. When like you'll read a you'll read some sort of bad review, negative review or something, and then you look at the you right down at the bottom, it eventually gets to the point that oh well, it, you know, it doesn't quite emit this frequency as purely as that thing or something. And you're like, <laughs> oh fuck off! Like anyone gives a shit when you stood there and it's turned up that loud. Do you think anyone gives a shit? Honestly, I get oh, fuck for fuck's off. sake. 
<laughs> I just get fed up with that sort of stuff, to be honest. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm all for stuff being right, but yeah, you know, it's and the purists and that, and especially I've talked about it before purists with analog versus digital gear and all that stuff. It's like, listen, you know, obviously analog is best, and the original yeah. cool things are the best. But when you when you when you have to have loads of technical equipment to actually tell the difference most of the time, it's like, oh my god, this you know, what I mean, it's magic yeah. in a box, this. And it, you know that's the thing when you A and B them. You, even if there is a difference, you're like, well, I don't care. Do you know what? What do I care that it doesn't quite emulate a fucking sixties box or something like yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. I, wanna, I mean, it's like it might. I don't give a shit if it's a shade off. Do you know what I mean? It's just so easy to dial in great sounds, and that's so. That's all I'd say to to anyone a bit like me who sometimes reads reviews of these things and gets swayed by a myriad of negative reviews of either people who are just sort of hyper anal about how they want everything done or just people who don't know what they're all about or mm-hmm. people who can't work the thing because that's one thing to say without making it too geeky and technical and stuff but there is a little bit of a knack to using modelers as they're called which is digital amplifiers like i said before this thing's like you know 300 plus digital amplifiers all in one box but there is a knack to knowing how to tweak the sound quickly and effectively and yeah yeah, you just find that some people are like i can't work this thing it's shit but no i very quickly you know got this thing got it unpacked um and it is incredibly small incredibly simple and it is difficult for someone like me who's been out of game for so long and then you you look at someone like that and you just go what all that stuff that i used to have is now just in there (laughs) just replaced by that little box yeah yeah exactly and then the other thing was as well is it's one thing um it's one thing setting it up at home and hearing it through you know sort of studio monitors um, although you know that's a long conversation in itself it's actually designed to be heard out studio monitors but either way or that type of speaker flat flat frequency flat response speaker is designed to be used through and i've actually got one of those which i took to the studio but either way it's one thing setting up at home in studio and thinking, oh, yeah, this sounds great, and dialing in a load of sounds and thinking, well, it sounds great here, but I have been in a situation where you spend ages tweaking everything at home and it sounds great at home, and then you get in the band situation and everyone starts playing and you're like, it fucking doesn't sound right, man. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I was a little bit wary that of that. frustrating. Yeah, yeah, I was a little bit wary of that. But yeah, anyway, I mean, this this practice from the overnight, it were one of, you know, certainly, it was certainly the best practice we've had of the ones that we've had since we've been planning on doing these shows. Do you know what I mean? It was. Well, I have questions about the practice for sure. But I thought what would be cool, uh, since uh, I know we're, side note, we're experimenting with a little bit of uh, video streaming uh, for, for patrons. So this this will be available on video to, to patrons. But I would love to do a video review of, uh, of, the, of a couple of the clips. So I pulled them, and I'm going to actually switch. And uh, so, yeah, here, here this first one uh, is the dance. And so, holy cow. This is, these, these videos are available on Twitter. Uh, but, wow, you guys just went straight into the dance and it sounds like amazing like you guys i i was shocked when i, I sat there and wa- i probably watched it like 10 times the, as soon as i saw it <laughs> i'll tell you what that, when it actually kicks in there uh, fucking hell phil 
He hates them drums, so that kick drum hates the kick drum so fucking hard. The drum kit starts crawling across the room. Honestly, and one of us has got to go put his fucking foot on kit. <laughs> obviously, 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 the audio don't really do it justice, but yeah, I mean. Well, yeah, because of the fact that it's on a phone and it's in this room. Yeah, yeah. But you I, can just tell look. the notes, the synchronization, that yeah, when yeah, this yeah. is set up well, on stage, it is, it's going to be right. insane. It's a bit right here. Yeah, yeah you're just you're flying up and down that <laughs> fret. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, I, I was digging this for sure, man. You guys. Right there at the end, too. I love the fact where it's like, where you actually start talking uh, a little bit. And I was like, oh, those little uh, inside well, you know, things yeah, are great. It, it's interesting, actually, because we played it once and we would messed it up, basically. Or I call him out. Rob messed it up. Although he'll willingly admit <laughs> that. Uh, Rob just like came in on wrong note. And me and Stu were looking at each other going, what the fuck? And then it ends. <laughs> because obviously, you know, because we're trying to be a little bit professional now. So when we'd stop, we went, right, okay, that, that won't right. And Rob were like, what won it? And we're like, no, I think you came in. You came in on wrong bar. And he was just like, oh, shit, well, let's listen to it. So we played it a couple more times through. Um, so what that was, that was effectively like one of the takes. We played, played it two or three times just to make sure we got it right. So at the end, that stew turning to Rob, and we were all saying, yeah, that were right. You come in there and then sing for that many. And you know what I mean? It's just... Ah. It's remembering little things like that, but it's fascinating how Rob sort of remembered it different, you know, even though that's something we've done a million times. And as soon as we went, oh, it's this way around, isn't it? Because he even had me, he even had me thinking, <laughs> oh, it, it don't come in on the E, it comes in on the A, it always has done, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. there's yeah, fans was, like me that could tell you exactly when it comes in. If I heard it wrong, yeah, I'd like, yeah, huh, well, what? <laughs> Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was a really great practice. It was a piss easy to set up because of this new equipment. So I wasn't stressed. So I was able to set the camera up, and it sounded mint. Like that yeah. other stuff sounded fucking dreadful. It sounded great. Um, so it was a fucking great practice. We'll talk more about it as well. But like you do say, um, Pete has uh, is experimenting with some fucking hocus pocus wizardry <laughs> some sort of visual stuff that we've sat here for half an hour with him going can you hear that can you see that and i'm like no i can't hear shit i can't see shit all right all right all right all right can you, can you hear this no i fucking can't hear it some right, wizardry can yeah can you, can you see this though i'm like no oh, i can't fuck sick <laughs> then he's like oh all right don't worry i, I can tell, i'll do it afterwards <laughs> so, apparently there is going to be some visual element to this episode for patrons yeah um, i see it right now so, which is something I've, you know we've been wanting to do for a long time so it will be great we'll see how it works patrons but it will be great if we um do get a video episode of this up although i've suddenly realized that i'll have to now start being conscious about what the fuck i'm actually doing <laughs> you know i have I mean? to comb your hair i need a fucking haircut but yeah i'll be sat here like looking like a mad scientist or some shit <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well um, so the dance was good it was amazing for sure but you know i'm a bit of a no danger guy myself so i'm gonna play that one real quick because that was insane <laughs> When I saw this, I, I couldn't even believe what I was seeing, first of all, because it sounded, I mean, this part right here, too, this right, right there, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking buzzing that you are filming this, man, because your little thing to the camera, there, the fuck are you? <laughs> that's, that's my uh, fancy moves. <laughs> 
try and cast a spell on me, motherfucker. I'm sure you've done that <laughs> it's before. my wizardry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I've called you Harry Potter or some shit before with your hand moving. Yeah. That so I should really... be doing this, because that's, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've completely just talked over no danger. My apologies. I know, shame on you. But I hate yeah, when people it, do that. It, it, it sounds great, doesn't it? Just for a phone in a fucking room. And like, you can hear everything. You can hear both guitars, uh, drums, and you can hear the bass. And the bass. Boy, when he goes in right there, that is so good. Yeah, I thought this um, thought this would excite a few people if they saw and heard this. It was funny because uh, somebody had said, who was it? M- Ross McCauley had said, uh, yeah. hey, you should, you should record No Danger. And I remember reading that on Twitter and going like, yeah, I wish or whatever. And then when I saw it, I was like, he did it. <laughs> well, it's, fu- it's funny, actually. He probably won't believe it, but I kind of forgot he'd even asked that. Oh. Honestly, and it was at the end of the practice, um, and it was a great practice, man. Honestly, it's the first time where I've really thought, yeah, this, 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 you know, this is sounding good again. And Rob's voice sounded mint, yeah. Uh, yeah. But Rob, mm-hmm. Rob, yeah, Rob did get tired, sort of six or seven songs in. So we are going to work on, you know, getting his endurance up for singing in that fashion because that's the thing that people don't understand about Rob. Mm. Um, you know, people are like, oh, well, you know, he's still singing with the streets or does a bit of singing with Kasabian or whatever. It's singing in a totally different way. You know what I mean? It's one thing sort of singing or in control. That's not what he did in the music. He really pushed his voice and there were a lot oh, yeah. of... He just used his voice in a very different way. So, you know, there's going to be a bit of bringing that endurance back, basically, to be able to sing like that for that long. But anyway, the point being is because his voice was a bit sore towards the end of the session, I were like, well, you know, why don't we play something like No Danger? At which point, you know, everyone looks around the room as if to say, fucking can't remember jack shit about it. Can't remember anything. Really? <laughs> and that's why I just set my camera up and we just played it, literally just played it on a YouTube, literally for Rob to be like, oh yeah, I remember how to play it and stuff. And that is the, literally the first take. Um, no. So, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's literally the first take. I just put my phone down and just went, right, all right. I'll use the same sound as I use for human, which I'll tweak later and put like a harmonizer on it to add that high texture. Um, hey, sounds yeah, great, the, man. The, <laughs> Oh, your fucking button, do have I got all? <laughs> oh no, what the fuck have I brought? Oh, that is. What have I brought to the party. Fucking oh, for fuck's sake. Fuck off, Pete. Here we go. Fuck off, Pete. Dueling what buttons. Else have I got, Now then. Back to No Danger. I'm shocked that was the first time you guys played that. Holy cow. Because it sounded like you guys have been practicing that for months. Well, the fascinating thing is, though, Pete, is I'm, I, I'm quite on it when it comes to editing, you see. Because not long after <laughs> that clip ended, I think it completely fell apart. You know what I mean? No one could fucking remember what came next. So that was a little bit of clever editing, but that... Honestly, the first half of it, you know, that was absolutely fine. Uh, yeah. To be honest, it's me. You know, I fucking cannot remember how to play it second half. I think I've worked. I think I've worked out a fix, but it's not right. And I, it's one thing that really annoys me about my own playing and my own writing um, is that because I don't just play chords, I just fucking add positions up. Do you know what I mean? And sling them places. I forget. And I listen to some, and you know, you take it for granted and you move on and then you think, oh, I'll go back and play that tune. And then you're like, oh my God, fucking hell, this one put a gun to me head, I couldn't play it. Do you know what I mean? Literally, like, I cannot fucking wow. remember all about it. So that, that's why I started filming myself. And then, but of course, in, in true me fashion, 
in all the videos that I've filmed so I can see what I'm bloody playing. I get that into it that I wobble the neck out of the way of the camera and I can't fucking see my hands. Do you know what I mean? So at that point, you're like, oh, what was the fucking point of that? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I can forget what I'm playing. I've completely lost my train of thought now. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> the fact that no danger that you, you forgot how to play some of it and you had to teach yourself again. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, like I say, I, I'm, it's where it goes fast, where it goes to what I'd call part two, I guess, because then it would obviously then go to part three, obviously, but part two where it sort of goes to that faster riff. I just cannot for life remember what I played there. Um, so good uh, too. But yeah, so so very shortly after that clip, it when it got to the other bit, it fell apart. But the point is, it's not through you know, it's not through any lack of tightness because I think that's one thing that's really evident is that you know whether it's the fact that we're all four of us just such good musicians or the fact that we've got such a you know like a musical bond or whatever you want to call it without wanting to sound too pretentious about it but we play you know we, it's just like footballers who play together all the time do you know what i mean they know how the other one plays so they play better mm-hmm. as a team or the other guy yeah. inside out and i think i do honestly think we're very much like that and it's i think it's really interesting to hit, listen back to videos and that and hear how di- a different um how each of us lock in with uh, each other at different points in the song do you know what i mean it's almost like like a relay at times and the baton gets past the two and then it goes back to another two and then we've all four got it and it's you know it's quite a it's quite a nuanced thing when you actually look at it um at a, at a deep level and it's really good cool. i think when you can see and see the little videos as well like the dance on the first is it the first video where i put the bit where it kicks in but just before it kicks in, we're all looking at each other going, is it now? Is it kicking now? I'll <laughs> <laughs> kick in when you kick in. Someone fucking kick in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's that's. I remember Rob saying something about that on, uh, I think it was, uh, I forget what song it was. I think it might have been uh, Take the Long Road, but he, he had like some some yelling or something that oh no it was it was disco it was uh there's like some cue that he gives on disco oh yeah just yeah. let you know that all right here we kick into the next oh part, that's you know? right the yeah the big yeah. yeah 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 that's right yeah man yeah um yeah and little bits like that just become intrinsically part of the part of the song and then you know you're like that's not even a lyric you know that's a fucking cue and you're like oh is it <laughs> it's great it, yeah. it's so funny how that stuff works because it's like little things like that even though it's just a cue or maybe it was a mistake or whatever it's like becomes when you listen to a song and you love the song so much it becomes so part of the experience yeah. that without it it's a lesser experience <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely yeah though i mean and again i know i do say this a lot but that's it comes back to me something we've talked about before where you've just got those little pieces of magic on a record that can elevate something that's already great uh, you know something that's absolutely fucking transcendently good do you know what i mean but and that and you know that ties in nicely i think to talking a little bit about the playlist podcasts which actually have gone down really well i thought um people oh, yeah have, yeah people have responded really really well to those and i don't know man i'm always really funny about i don't know really funny about putting my own musical taste and choices out there do you know what i mean do you know what i mean and it's I, only because like you don't want people to sort of pigeonhole you do you mm. know what i mean think oh well you know just likes that one thing it's like well no i'm sort of you know i'm giving a couple of things in stages and if i kept if i could do would it absolutely loads of the playlist ones and it would just get progressively different 
um, in terms of the, the stuff that's being played. And you could, you know, if there were 10 episodes, you could listen to episode one and episode 10 and think, is this the same person? But you know, that's, yeah. I think that's the, that, that's one thing about my, well, certainly my taste in music is that, well, I, I've never understood anyone that's got any elitism to a, a, a genre of music. You know, I've, I've never really understood that. I mean, I suppose it's maybe slightly different when people really um, make it part of their whole identity. Do you know what I mean? Like like mod culture, which I don't even know if you really know much about, to be honest, Pete, sort of mod culture and, no. and uh, well, fucking hell, if you've never seen Quadrophenia, you ever even heard of Quadrophenia? Again, no. <laughs> fucking hell, mate, you are going to get some hammer. If you... Of course I have. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's totally different. It's, you know, oh, it's, for fuck's it's, sake. It's, it's to be expected. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're from a different part of the world. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been mean, exposed to lots of music in different genres, probably a bunch of stuff that you've never heard or, you know, yeah, styles you've never absolutely, heard. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and when, whenever I say this sort of stuff, I'm never meaning to sound elitist sure, or anything like that. It's more, it's more a case of, fuck me, like, it's, I don't know, it's, I don't know, it's like this, it's just surprising sometimes, like, oh, really, you, you've not heard of that, or didn't know that, or whatever. Um, no, I get it. I mean, I would be shocked if I said the group Boston, for example, and you said you hadn't heard of them, which I know, yeah, I'm yeah. sure you have. But exactly. I, yeah, but if you sat there and said, no, I've never heard of Boston, I'd be like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, you, you know, obviously, some some people do attach sort of everything about themselves to the genre of music they like but i've just never really heard things like that i just there's just stuff that i like and it for me it's just anything that's got passion running through it or some sort of sort of fire some sort of angst some sort of passion something that you can touch and feel that is real do you know what i mean and it could be any genre of music that's never been something that my mind has been I don't know if you'd say prejudiced against. Do you know what I mean? If I hear something and my mind likes it, I won't go, well, that's hip hop. I can't like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's loads, shitloads of, you know, I, I never, I can't turn around and go, oh, well, I don't like hip hop or I don't like heavy metal or anything. I, I, the stuff I like from all over the place. And that's how, you know, people, people can end up with music like really militant. Can't they? And I, I mean, I, I say that without a hint of irony for anyone that knows me from my younger days. <laughs> because I'm probably fucking describing myself down to a T. Yeah. Absolutely militant about, um, although I was never militant about a style of music, I just militantly de defend the stuff that I liked. I don't know so many people that attach attach choices like that to to their own identity don't they so that so that for example if i'm sat here enjoying a you know a song and you walk in and you're like who's this it's shit yeah you know what i mean and i'm like oh, fuck me man i mean i know i didn't write this song but i like this song and you saying that i like shit music do you know what i mean yeah. but then it's like well i mean what i suppose i suppose that's a unique situation really because I think there's a slight element of insensitivity on the part of the person who just walks in and goes, why are you listening to this? It's shit. Yeah, of course. You know I mean? It's a bit like walking into a date and going, why are you going out with her? She's ugly. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I got a motherfucker. The fuck? <laughs> it's, I don't know. Like, oh, that's um, funny. Well, you know, it can be like sport or anything like football. People like get really, or politics or anything like that. And music can, can be... Just like that. I mean, if you don't know anything yeah. about mod, Pete, I mean, this is fascinating. If you don't really know anything about mod culture, then you won't really know anything about how mod culture clashed with rock 
culture. So in this country, you had mods and you had rockers, and they used to literally go on Brighton Beach and kick the ever-loving fuck out of each other. Do you know what I mean? Just because, like, you like fucking Paul Weller and who did the rockers like at the time, I guess? like Led Zeppelin. Well, that's a fucking very good question, that. Do you know what I mean? And that's something I'm not particularly educated about myself. Do you know what I mean? I think sometimes people think because you're in a band, you know, fucking loads about music or whatever. It's like, well, I know I, I know and love the music I know and love, but I'm not, I've never been obsessive about back history or anything like that. I have lots of things. Do you know what I mean? So I couldn't yeah. really, who the fuck? So if you had mods and rockers, who the fuck did the rockers like? So I'm sure Twitter, when this episode goes out, will be flooded with people going, oh, it were bands like this and bands like that. And um, But yeah, there's a very famous film, Quadrophenia, um, which, you know, chronicles, uh, sort of sums up the whole mods versus rockers and that side <laughs> of it. And yeah, I don't know. Um, how do we get onto that, really? Oh, it's talking about, it's talking about, sorry, it's talking about the uh, playlist podcast, wasn't it, really? But it was, oh, I by mean, the way, by the way, by the way, by the way so sorry i i almost was gonna beg you not to publish that episode because right before we started i because we were i was testing you know the spotify getting making sure we could both hear it over the zoom call and it was just like i ended up having to right before we started i popped up my gain so you could hear me on my board uh and even though my in-ears sounded fine the gain on the board that it was pushing to the record was way too high and hot so anybody who has any sound uh you know awareness is probably listened to that and was like is this the guy that was earlier being a audio snob (laughs) because he sounds horrible i was just I was so beside myself editing it. I was like, I know it's a good episode. You played a lot of really good songs. We're going to release it. But boy, it was, uh, yeah, that one hurt me, man. It was all my fault. I just felt really bad. <laughs> I Knowing what I know about you, I mean, if you'd have told me that sort of, you know, three weeks after we met, I want to battle an eyelid. But knowing you like I know you now, <laughs> I know how much you'll have been wanting to deep down say, can we, uh, can we oh, re-record yeah. it? Can we re-record <laughs> it? And I'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck are you talking about? Re-record. Sorry, I'm not swear a lot on this podcast now. It's Christmas. What can I say? Fuck it. But yeah, fucking re-record. Jesus, I'm not having. Honestly, that. I mean, whoa, that. We. Yeah. I mean, Dutch wood. Dutch and fucking lovely natural wood. I've got it. Um, yeah. Um, uh, we've never had to re-record anything, have we? We've never sort of. Because, oh, shit, I mean, you know, that for me, a podcast is all about capturing a vibe of a conversation oh, yes. and an interest in a conversation between two people who, you know, have got enough dynamism between them to, you know, to hold an interesting conversation. So when you do, you get, when you get those natural moments, because none of this is scripted, or we get in the Zoom room and just go, right, point A, should we talk about practice? And then point B, we'll, you know, talk about that or whatever. You know, none of it's ever scripted. So when you do get you know, great sort of moments, uh, you know, like the the amount of sort of funny moments we've had across these 50 episodes, <laughs> um, you know, stuff like, stuff like Mike Mobley telling me that Pete was the prom king and just the way <laughs> that he delivered that and just uh... the, the, sort of the complete sort of bare-faced sneak of, uh, by the way, Pete, I'm now about to fuck you for ages. Oh, Do yeah, absolutely. Revenge is a plate best served cold. <laughs> Uh, my response to that, um, you know, little moments like that, and obviously the Michael Battier, uh, that was probably the very first 
what I'd consider <laughs> a funny moment where I absolutely lost, just fucking nearly wet myself laughing on this podcast. Um, there has been many more. <laughs> Pete's really deep voice. Fucking Pete's really oh, deep voice. Oh, the deep voice one was brilliant. Yeah, that was uh, that will forever. I will be literally giggling on my deathbed uh, at that. Hopefully, many many years. But I still be honestly. I wake up in the middle of fucking night giggling about that. Honestly, <laughs> well, I wake up in the middle of the night giggling about all sorts of random shit. Honestly, to be honest, but we should probably long. play the deep voice. You know, for those that have not heard it. <laughs> Go on then. Go on. Remind me. The, this oh. was hundred percent spontaneous. Uh, uh, test one. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it sounds totally normal. I cannot react any other way than that. I can't keep talking now, man. That <laughs> <laughs> fucking sound. Oh, you can. It's okay, Macaulay Culkin. I'm all alone. You need to tell me what you're talking about. Oh, you swallowed down in the You got it. You sure it's not you, you know? <laughs> you rambling today? <laughs> Fucking hell, oh, Just two was... seconds. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that was quite a <laughs> quite an episode. To, I, I think, to be honest, I think that's my favorite moment across all these fifty episodes. That <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't really, I, I can't really, I've, I've got this been being filmed, fuck me, I have no idea what I've been doing. I've been fucking contorting like some sort of psychopath, it's never mind, I do that You look time. amazing, you look marvellous. Oh, thank you, mate, thank you. But yeah, um, that I think that's got to be the funniest moment. Yo, I fucking, I, I forget how funny it is and then you press play. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way he's switching between high and low. Yeah. <laughs> when it's low. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the context was like it sounded perfectly normal to me. So you're losing your mind, and I'm like, what is going on? He actually, he actually started to get a little bit pissed off before, and that's what that's why in the end I thought, well, I need some evidence here. So I thought, right, come on, mind, let's let's be proactive. So all right, I record it. If I record it on Pro Tools, I'll get the audio. I can send it back to him, and I can make him realize that I am not cackling like a rabid hyena for any other reason. <laughs> I thought he would. I thought he would. He was poker facing me to the absolute <laughs> extreme. So I started to get a bit arsy uh, and end. But then you've got us both being a little bit like, what the fuck are you laughing at? <laughs> and the guy, I'm fucking, like, your voice is fucked. What are you doing? You've got some sort of fucking button there. I, I ain't got no button. What are you on? <laughs> oh, honestly, uh, fucking hell. Like I said, that is, um, that is. <laughs> Definitely the best moment of the podcast. That was quite funny. Yeah, those. <laughs> that was a funny thing. But uh, yeah, so crazy. Man. I don't know where we have we even got there. To be honest, like all I can think about is that clip. <laughs> no, I think I segued out of something, didn't I? I think I segued out of quite a nice, smooth, flowing topic into uh, whatever the. Fuck. <laughs> we just talked about. Um... <laughs> No, honestly, I think I know what it was. We were talking about the fact that, you know, we would never be able to re-record it because... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because then you uh, miss those good things, those natural, exactly, authentic exactly. moments. Exactly, 
Exactly. And and I'd have been turning around to you and going, come on, man, it's just a little bit of a crackly fucking well-driven voice. And you're like, no, no, I cannot put that out there. You know, I will, <laughs> I will, I will look at myself in the mirror and question my existence. <laughs> because, yeah. But I, I appreciate the fact that you, um, how close did you get to sending me the message saying we've got to re-record it? Oh, it was brutal. And then the editing it, like, so hearing it constantly, like, and I did so many things to bring it down and to try to level and lower. And it was just like, yeah, you just cannot polish that turd. It is. It is, <laughs> what it is. I mean, that, that's one thing I've been um, obviously making my solo album with um, uh, James Chapman. Obviously, that's one thing that I keep thinking uh, with anything that we were doing. And, uh, you know, I was just thinking, right, okay, you know, because it's one thing when you're in a studio, because when we did it originally, you obviously had the producer, and so you could just be off your face pretty much, just play the riff over and over again until producers like, yeah, you know, I think we've got enough to, you know, I think that's cool. Whereas I'm I'm sat here doing it myself now, sort of like, yeah, that that's the take. Because obviously it's something you've got to listen to for the rest of your life on a record, man. Do you know what I mean? So you need it to be right. So I can certainly understand that that perfection. And especially with a, something like a podcast where, let's face it, audio is the... You know, it's the, it's your only it's your only thing to get right and your only thing to get wrong. Oh, no yeah. one wants no one wants to sit and I mean it doesn't you know it, do, it doesn't you don't have to be recording on the best quality anything really. You just have to understand what people do and don't want to hear. So, yeah. if, for example, every two minutes I went <clears throat> like that. You'd, you'd cut those out, and Pete, while editing this, will probably instinctively try and cut that out <laughs> because he's like, "All oh, right, we've got to there that goes." Do you know what I mean? So, and and when you sit, when you when you edit it and it, it plays through nicely, you're like, yeah, man, you know, it's a satisfying thing. So if you're sat there hating the sound of um, your voice because it was a bit too well driven, you're just gonna have yeah. to uh, fucking get used to it, aren't you? What can I say? Well, the good news about that was is that the the star of the show was the music, not my oh, know, absolutely dopey commentary. You know, and so <laughs> I really enjoyed. Um, I really enjoyed that playlist. Uh, I, after I created it on Spotify, I, I played it many, many times. Uh, but I really like those grasshopper guys. Grass, uh, the grass. <laughs> the grasshoppers. Uh, the grasshoppers. What are they called? The grass something. Super, super grass. Super oh, grass. Super grass. <laughs> I couldn't There's remember There's another moment, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> There's a fucking other natural moment. The those, fucking grasshoppers. Whatever. I can't remember their name, but I, I love the group, man. They their sound is mwah. Yeah, man. Super <laughs> the grasshoppers are fucking <laughs> such a great band. Such a great band. Um yeah, yeah, I I, I really enjoy doing that playlist and it's something that felt a little bit different. Um do you know what I mean? It was like you know, like we say, I just a podcast for me should be an interesting conversation or someone being enthusiastic about summer. And if there's one thing that I can be hyper enthusiastic about, it's it's the music. It's music, and it, especially music that I was listening to at the time. I sort of discovered, um, you know, guitar and you know, wider music for what lack of a better word. Uh, that that you know that stuff is always going to make the the longest impression on you. And it's an interesting concept to me how how effectively you absorb new music the older you get do you know in terms of like the music that imprints on you around a certain age 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 you know when you're really sort of making your way in the life that that music that imprints on you then 
for me, mm. you, you know, it's you carry that through the rest of your life, and you, you you might pick other stuff up, but I don't know. It's an it's an interesting question, really, in terms of how people listen to music like that. Because you know, whenever if if I listen to music, it's it's all stuff that I would consider well, you know, for lack of a better word, classic stuff rather than oh, this, have you heard this new band? Do you know what I mean? Like that. I'm not so much about that. Whereas you've got someone like you know, like my Mobley, who 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 you know that's a passion for him isn't it sort of still oh, discovering yeah. new music and new bands and don't get me wrong i love discovering new music and new bands but i don't think i go chasing it do you know what i mean i think i think that's a different thing altogether really but yeah the the playlist episode was good uh i always worry about something like that where you're just expecting people to listen to music that they might well have already listened to but i suppose you have to get it in your edits about reacting to it but then you know, you're not talking and you're like, well, I don't want to talk over this bit, but you might as well just listen to frigging radio at this point. Do you know what I mean? You think, oh, I've got a bloody say so. But I enjoy doing those episodes. I like sharing those uh, very few bands we are. And, you know, it, it does need to be said that we, I will update that playlist with more stuff, but that playlist is not the entirety of my yeah. um, taste. Do you know what I mean? It's literally when this concept sort of came up as an idea for an episode, I kind of you know you you kind of put it together in a way that you think flows rather than you know the really nitty-gritty of right it was this band then it was that band then it was that band then it was that you know because there's no fucking smashing pumpkins on any of them is there and one of my favorite bands so they'll probably get their own episode just on their own what smashing pumpkin i would think <laughs> which is a you know that's an idea in itself love to you know um as much as i say i don't i don't know a lot about the bands that i love i, I know a lot about the how much mm. I love music, you know what I mean? And can talk about that sort of shit for days. But it, you know, it did, it did, you know, the, and again, it created some more magic moments where you comparing Joy Division to the to the B fifty twos and. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I stand by my comment. Just kidding. <laughs> no man, it's that they were good. They were good. Um, we should do some uh, some guest playlists in the future. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. A bit, a bit not you know desert island discs vibes, but uh, certainly people sharing stuff with them that's special to them. You know what I mean? And then sort of them reacting to it, and that I think that's a that's a really cool idea, mm. definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I I really liked it, and it was a little something a little bit different coming up to Christmas as well. Because I mean, where are we now? When's it, this is going out? tomorrow what is it tomorrow is it 17th what, what day is it today's the 15th so tomorrow's the 16th 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 tomorrow you know and then um we're gonna do are we you know we're gonna do when, when will the next episode go out then who knows <laughs> <laughs> you act like we're all like, organized <laughs> yeah we're fucking gonna be here on christmas day going ah fuck it should call a podcast on christmas day what are you drinking pete oh well i'm drinking some posh posh ass shit it's like i'm drinking fucking dishwater me <laughs> well we should transition real quick onto christmas what, what what do you normally do for christmas like what is a what does a christmas entail you know well, in, in your world yeah. I mean, that's a long conversation in itself, really, mate. It's something that's changed quite a lot uh, in recent years. I mean, it always used to be something that was set in stone. 
which will be round at my mum and dad's house. Uh, everyone round at my mum and dad's house, uh, grandparents and often my um, um, auntie and uncle as well and cousins. And then we'd often alternate it so that sometimes they come to us on Christmas Day and then we go to them on Boxing Day and then sometimes vice versa. Or was it always Boxing Day? Anyway. But yeah, uh, and so, but in recent years, probably about four or five years ago, my mum basically turned around and said, look, I can't be asked cooking anymore. I can't be asked cooking for that many frigging people. So we started actually going to a local pub called Crooked Billet for Christmas dinner, hmm. which does have, yeah, but well, it takes the stress of cooking and all that shit off, do you know sure, what I mean? yeah. Um, and it's good. It's really good food. I mean, the only thing I'd say is it's a bit busy. Do you know what I mean? If you, I mean, if you're doing, if you're opening for and doing Christmas meals, whatever, you want to make sure you get as many people in as you can, don't you? So sometimes it was a bit busy and a bit noisy, but it was a different vibe. But yeah, um, my parents have moved away now. Um, they bought some land on the top of a cliff in Madeira, um, mm. just off the north coast of Africa, is it? Um, they bought some land there and they spent the last... It was, it was well, it was good timing for them because they left um, the February just before we went into lockdown in the March, um, whenever, you know, eight, two years ago, whenever the hell it was anyway. So they left just then and all this time they've been building uh, their house, which is just finished and they're in and stuff. So they'll be having their first Christmas in their new house on the bloody, you know, on the, on Madeira. So we are left to fend for us bloody selves. You know, the selfish bastards. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> they're off there sunning themselves on the edge of a cliff with infinity of pool and stuff. And uh, we're sat and at Kipax. But, um, you're not so, going to go visit them or what? Not for Christmas, well, but in general. I I, well, I mean, you know, I don't know what travel restrictions are anyway, but I mean, you know, I don't know if I don't even know if we really discussed it, but I don't fly, man. No, I, I yeah, I've heard that I many mean, times. I don't fly, and you can't. This is a you. This where this place is. You, it, it's not. It's not easy to sail to. It's not like there's loads of um, crossings, as they would refer to them as. Uh, so it's actually quite difficult to get to. So no, I haven't been there, and it can be difficult me getting there, really, because like I say, I don't <laughs> really fly. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's going to be lovely for them. You know, they love it over there. They're living what their best life, as you would call it. So you know, fucking nice. fair play to them. I, I remember them saying sort of, you know, like because you know, I think they 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 worried that we might be pissed off to a fucking off sure. do you know what I mean and it was like look you do what you bloody want do you know what I mean you've got yourself to this far in life you know you've got us three through to this stage of life feel free to bugger off and do what the bloody hell you want do you know what I mean like you can't feel the you know you can't feel forced to stay somewhere when your heart's somewhere else because they started going there god knows how many years they've been going there and then they ended up going three or four times a bloody year and in the end they've bought some land and built a house there so anyway the long the point of this story was now um my girlfriend's twin sister lives over the road, so we have Christmas. We have Christmas together. That's what we do now. Um, nice. And it's pretty chilled. It's a, a vastly different vibe to all of us being in uh, my mum and dad's, or even being in a bloody pub or whatever. But you know, I'm a. I like things quiet and chilled anyway. So yeah, man. You know, I, you just roll with the punches, don't you? Things change. Circumstances change. I mean, there's a little element of you know, it used to be nice everyone getting together on Christmas Day, but as I say, things change, and um, yeah, we will be going to uh, we'll, we'll be going to sister-in-laws pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I know. Uh, last Christmas, um, it was pretty much during my Christmas break that you guys did a practice, and I just rem- I, and I remember affiliating that with Christmas, being like, "Oh, this is like a Christmas gift," uh, and it's funny that you guys just 
did another practice in December. Uh, yeah. So are you, what was the, you know, horrible segue, but what was the uh, discussion with you guys after that practice? Like, okay, good. Next practice will be when? Well, I mean, we're sort of still rolling with that. Do you know what I mean? In terms of when the next practice is going to be and stuff. So not entirely sure at this stage. Me and Rob have actually been out today together to look at um, a, another rehearsal space which could end up being quite interesting and would make a lot of opportunities for filming and stuff and recording Ooh. yeah i mean we can talk about that a little bit more later on because there's nothing finalized yet but yeah we went to look at this place I mean, you know it's, it's again this is a long conversation but it and it's something i spoke about a lot but it, i don't it's difficult to know how much uh, if people realize how much work really goes into sort of being good enough to play the songs as well as we used to do you know what i mean so we kind of need to step up and get her out in like a professional headspace a bit more private and that so um yeah we've, we've been looking elsewhere but because obviously it's getting close now man do you know what i mean it's it's going to be on us before we know it um but yeah if we do if we do end up in this new place it's going to be really cool really easy to um to do some quite interesting stuff that could prove great for you know podcast content or just any kind of content in general just sort of show what we're doing it could be really cool because because a more permanent setup it's easier to you know set up proper recording equipment and you know mm -hmm. camera, cameras and stuff like that and have some sort of feed so yes that will be fun and we'll be um you know that, that we're at the point now where we're really thinking about it seriously uh it, when it when it was a certain way off you could be a bit sort of you know I say fair about it, so to speak, but now it's becoming a real instant reality. And that's why I made this decision I did to change my setup was the fact that it's like, well, this is getting closer. These are questions that really need answering for me because I don't trust this antiquated gear to, to do the level of show that we want this to be because none of us want will do stuff half-assed, so to speak. It's not as if there's... I'm not being funny, but it's not as if there's loads of money in this for us that we're like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to fucking turn up the be shit and take loads of money it's not like yeah. that at all i mean we're putting a lot into this to make sure that it's right and that it's you know not just on a par with our last gigs it needs to be better do you know what i mean like the last i mean it just it's it's soulless and hollow is looking at a band that is clearly and has clearly done it just to get a little bit of a payday but as i say you know it's not that type of thing you know, it's not yeah. what you, mm -hmm. you, you, you know, you're not looking at it and going, oh, you're doing it for the money, so to speak. It's not like, uh, you know, and people probably don't realize that. People don't realize the cost, expense and time it will go into planning a, a show like that. You know, it's a hell of a lot. Um, but yeah, that, that, that will be exciting to get that going. And this, all this stuff will be stepping up now because it is getting closer. And I don't even know if I want to jinx things by saying the O word, and maybe I won't, um, because... The O word? Yeah. I don't know, man. I just... I don't... I, who, what is happening with COVID and what's going to happen with COVID? Because I've just got a fucking horrible feeling, me, uh, in terms of, you know, fucking more lockdowns and shit, but I, do, I don't even know. I might even tell you to take this out of this because i don't want the 50th episode to really contain anything too negative but 
Yeah, you know, it's always just fucking hiding around the corner, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Reddit to rear its head and cancel all best laid plans and all that shit. Um, although if it does get cancelled, we'll just do some sort of illegal rave. Don't worry, we'll give out details. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'll bring my mask. <laughs> yeah, fucking too, right? If we go through a load of rigmarole of practising and getting good, you better fucking bet your ass we're going to be playing somewhere. I don't give a shit if he's in the fucking middle of a field, you know, <laughs> wherever it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, are so we keeping where, that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, that's a good point, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, yeah, well, there's an element of truth to it. Yeah, whilst yeah. I might not mean it, whilst I might not mean it in its entirety, it's quite funny. Yeah. It's there is an element. I like it. Uh, you know, obviously, I am budget joking there, but it's you know, it, it, it would be. I mean, it's been cancelled once. It would be so destroying to do a load of work, get practice, get great for it to be cancelled again. But either way, if we, if you know, once we got to that stage, if it did get cancelled, you know, it, we would still be looking. We would still find a way to fucking do something. It's not going to be as this bloody thing. We are going to do this frigging reunion show. I don't care how many times different variants come. Honestly, we'll fucking live them out. Do you know what I mean? Until we'll emerge at the end and be like, right now, we'll fucking do it. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not meaning to be flippant about COVID in any way. Shape, no, or we or. get it. Just, just to add that, but you know, obviously, just looming in the background there, isn't it? Just, just looming in the background there. Um, well, I'll be ready. I've already got my booster. I'm well, ready. Go. I'm set. Yeah, <laughs> preloaded. Absolutely preloaded. Ready to go. Um, but yeah. So yeah, that's been fun. Um, reflecting a little bit on those Twitter videos, and like I say, I love putting Twitter videos out, and um, you know, seeing people enjoy them as much as they do, and seeing the comments posted there. Um, and again, yeah, I really enjoyed the playlist episodes and that stuff. And obviously, we're coming up to Christmas now, so I'm presuming we're going to do another episode before Christmas. And also, yeah, uh, as I said earlier, Pete is using some old software or some stuff to hopefully put this together into uh, a video package as well for for the patrons specifically. Uh, and as I now say that again, I realise that I've no idea what I'm doing with my hands. I'm going to be have to be so much more conscious about what I'm doing with my hands when we're recording now because I end up doing all kinds of mad shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I t- honestly. Oh, anyway, anyway. So, um, yeah, to everyone that was expecting any sort of fireworks or for episode 50, I really apologise. All you've got is Pete's geeky efforts to put this into some sort of video format, but that is revolutionary enough. And for patrons, yeah, we will, me and Pete will be experimenting with the video stuff and we'll be doing the, um, you know, like the watch along things, like we're going to do all the videos, the gigs like uh, Welcome to Japan and Live at the Blank Canvas. We're going to do like live watch alongs and commentaries and have a few drinks and maybe a few something other things and have a bit of a laugh with it. So yeah, um, that'll do for now. And yeah, I do hope everyone is staying safe or whatever, you know what I mean? But. Uh, yeah so thank you everyone for listening and we will um, speak to you next time yeah thank you hey sounds great man (laughs) 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 (laughs)